Welcome back to Money Clip. This is episode 15. Your host, Raymond Brown and David Evans. How's it going, David? Hey, what's up, bro? How you doing today, man? Hey, I'm doing all right. I was a little disappointed in NASDAQ, but it's okay. I'm pretty sure hey. it'll rebound later on in the week. I was very excited about the NASDAQ, man. If you're not short, you're not winning, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I play long in a long yes, game. Sir. Yes, sir. Time. Yes, sir. Um, so, so today, I know that we had a conversation earlier, and you actually did make your first angel investment. I did, man. I did. Uh, we, we'll probably even do a video about just how I did it, too, on something tomorrow or something. But I actually opened up a Republic.co account, and it's almost scary how easy this stuff is, guys. So what Ray's saying is true. You can go from not ever owning anything in private equity markets in the private market sector to being a partial owner and investor in one of these companies in a matter, I'd say, about 11 minutes start to finish. You know, and even if you don't know any anything about the underlying, they also did the website also does a great job of showing you which ones are trending, what other investors that are very knowledgeable think about certain different companies. So yeah, yeah, it was a very very interesting process, man. All right, so cool. So walk me through. You know, I know I've been through the process, but obviously, yeah. walk walk us walk us through. <laughs> you know, the process that you went through. I think he used Republic.co, if I'm correct. That is correct. I use Republic.co. Uh, very small investment, just $100. Um, so so what I started out with was obviously just getting the thing up and running, right? You get a link and all the stuff and all that fun stuff. And then um, I determined what what am I looking for and how much do I want to risk? So I, I figured I was looking for something that was uh, heavily funded. So I didn't want to swing for the fences since I'm using $100, I think I'd rather have just a small piece of a great cake than a, than a whole cake of something that never makes any money, right? So um, I landed on a company that they just kind of remodel airplanes to make the, the economic and coach seating more comfortable and more spacious. And I figured during, during a pandemic, that makes the most sense. So I figured they were fitting a need. And again, this is all just by reading what they're talking about, seeing what other investors are in it, and then determining how I want to size the investment. And with $100, as you like to say, that's nothing but a couple of Grubhubs or Uber Eats anyway. That's not like, I'm, you know what I mean, I, I don't poo-poo any money, but $100 doesn't really change life. So it, it was something where I could come on the podcast afterwards and say that I'm a, officially an angel investor, and I think that was well worth it. Excellent, David. Excellent. So... Now we understand that you did put in the $100 size for your first investment. Yeah. Um, how do you think your uh, investments will play out, I guess, throughout the rest of the year? Do you continue to do $100 investments or you might put more depending on how much you like the business? Correct. Yeah. So I, I do live by a philosophy in the public markets. Trade small, trade small, trade small, right? I, anybody who wants to learn about trading from me that asks me, well, how do I do it? Yeah, yeah. Come trade small. Trade small because half the time you're going to be wrong, right? So I take I'm I'm kind of taking that same approach to the private market. Half to at least half the time, probably more than half the time, you're wrong in the private market is because the uh, x return is so much greater when you're right. You know what I mean? So in the public market, when you're right, would you sometimes double your money? But usually you're looking for a percentage of your money back, right? Make thirty percent back, forty percent. In the private markets, you have stories. A lot of guys that invest in private say like, "Oh, I made ten x on this, twenty x on this, thirty x on this." So since the returns are so much higher, you know, being wrong or being uh, being tied up in a company is a lot longer. 
So uh, I I will be growing it from just a hundred dollar investment just to make it so it's at least large enough so I I care. You know, you don't want to trade so small where you literally don't care what happens. Um, but you don't want to trade trade so large where or invest so large. See, I'm still thinking like a trader. Invest so large that uh, keeps you up at night. You know that the the well being of the company is making you watch screens all night or something like that. So um, I'll, I'll definitely go to scale. So go from 100 to 125 to 150, probably all the way up to where I'm doing uh, 500 per investment. Um, oh, and, and I look to hit that goal. You know, we, we set hard goals on the money clip, not, not uh, dreams. So I'll be doing that by January 1. Okay. Okay, cool. You know, and, you know, when I think when I first started out, uh, I kind of had a similar strategy Okay. Um, you know, I, I always thought that, you know, I want to kind of want to get some money in, uh, you know, just to, just to start out. And, you know, as we said before, when it comes to angel investing, you want to you want to get more shots up, basically, you know, because the more shots you get up, the higher chance or higher percentage you might actually get, you know, that hole in one or that three point shot you're looking for. Exactly. Exactly. And, and and that's what it is about. I've, I've noticed so far because there's so many. I urge everybody, like even if you don't want to become as well versed as someone like Ray is in, in this um, and uh, opening a Republic co. Okay, I'm telling you, it took it, 11 minutes might be generous. You know, it took it took no time at all. Um, and you can kind of see why it's important to just get those shots up. because There's so many great companies that sound like they have great ideas. But, you know, you just have to kind of play it by each kind of setting. And then if, if there's 10 companies and you want to do $100 each, that's only $1,000. Not only, I, I, I understand $1,000 were creeping up into real money there. But, uh, you know, you get 10 opportunities to maybe, you know, 2x, 3x, 10x your money. And, and that's what it's all about. Because then with one of those investments is a 10x, it pays for the whole, the whole lot, right? So... Definitely. So based on the particular company that you invested in, uh, you know, what I like to do is based on the, the market uh, and what I think the market is doing, what do you think? Well, one, what's the current valuation of the business that you uh, invested in? Okay. Uh, and, and two, where do you see the valuation going on in the future? And maybe you can do a little bit of math just for the listeners, you know, 100 times X whatever the business is going to be possibly evaluated at, you know, in the, either the next round or five years from now, what's ideal for you for your, your first initial investment. What's the type of multiplier you're looking for? Um, on the initial, okay. So I'll, I'll give you the valuation first. So the valuation is at $5 million. Um, I'm going to use some terms that you know better than me. Actually, I got a discount of 20% on that hundred dollars based on their current valuation. Uh, I suppose that's good. You know, like I said, I'm a beginner with this too, listener. So, if you, if, yeah, if, so if, you know what I mean. If you think this is uh, not doable, I'm proof that it is. I don't know anything about this stuff. You know, so yeah. So with your five million, uh, I'm actually going to go find the company right now. Okay, and let's look at it really quick. Okay, so with the company that you're currently looking at, the valuation is five million. Now, because you are investing at this particular round, one of their perks for the type of security that you're purchasing, which is a crowd safe, it's five million, but it's an, it's actually less than that because they are giving you a discount of twenty percent. That twenty percent is going against the uh, five million valuation. 
Ah, uh, okay. So yeah, it's so a four, close, four million valuation. Yeah, close to that I run run that time, run that uh, run that valuation. Yep. So, you know, when the next round happens, you know, you'll be getting at the five million valuation with the twenty percent discount. Um, and uh, you know, based on I haven't read the terms of your investment, but you know, a lot of times the the trigger event, you know, to actually make that safe. Um, convert over into either preferred equity or a uh, common stock. It, it depends on the next funding round. A lot of times the trigger, the trigger could be the next finance, uh, financing round. So whatever round comes next uh, in their series of funding that they do. Um, and depending on what type of shares or securities they offer at the next round of funding. So all those things kind of dictate, you know, the valuation and if you get, uh, hands-on equity at that particular time. So right now, you have a you know simple agreement for future equity, meaning that you will get equity. You're not going to get it right now, but once a certain trigger happens, then you will have that equity. So you'll have that uh, whatever the hundred dollars is going to be worth at that next finance financing round with the consideration of the five million valuation at a twenty percent discount. Okay, that's simple enough. I hope the listeners were paying attention to that because that makes a lot of sense. And again, that didn't require me. All that required is me knowing, right, which all the listeners do, too, because he talks about all this on the podcast and then opening a Republic.co account. You know, I'm not an accredited investor or know all this stuff about the private equity market. It's just about taking a chance and trading small enough for, like I said, where it doesn't keep you up at night. But, yeah, so that's the valuation. And then where I see the uh, kind of long-term potential of the company, I suppose, is kind of what you're asking is just, it's, it, it appears to me that they're feeling, feeling a need. Um, they are creating kind of spacious economic and coach cabins on airlines that just received another, another round of bailouts from our lovely federal government for another $25 billion at kicking on September 30th. So uh, I know that airlines are going to have to strategically remodel their planes as well if they want to capture anything like the air traffic they had pre-coronavirus or COVID-19. So that that's kind of what triggered it for me. I didn't do a ton of due diligence. Uh, I just kind of saw something and did kind of a risk-reward analysis on it where I'm only putting up $100. This is one of the best advantages of investing and trading small guys is that if you if you're so small, we're like, yeah, I don't, I'm not going to make a million dollars on this investment. Spoiler alert. Um, but if you trade so small or invest so small. See, let's just think like a day trader, man. If you invest so small that uh, it doesn't affect you, then what can happen is you can take more chances. And that's kind of what Ray was talking about too. So that's kind of at least my initial investment strategy in the private equity market will be. It's going to be to cast a wide net, right? So once a week, I'm going to pick a company. I'm going to cast that wide net. And then uh, by by the end of this year, by by January 2021, I'll be uh, upping my investment size to that $500 a week. But early on, it's just a, I think there is some true validity in just finding great companies or companies that you think may may be disruptors. Like there's one I'd like Ray to talk about, just in case somebody else started a Republic.co. He shot it to me, and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and this week I'm gonna break the rule already, and I'm gonna invest in two companies. So I'm gonna jump on that one. Uh, as soon as I get off the phone uh, or off the podcast. So uh, it's called Swipey. Is that correct, Ray? Yeah, it's Swipey or Swipe By. I'm okay. not really sure how they you know, really do pronounce it. But, you know, to me, it looks very, very attractive. They already have 
institutional money, I think close to around a million dollars. The valuation is a little high. It's at $12.5 million. You know, that's okay. You know, a lot of times I've heard even famous angel investors say, you know, they don't necessarily care about the valuation too, too much. They just want to make sure, I think, that that business has the capability or uh, the, yeah, the, the ability to go to the next level, mean, <clears throat> meaning that they're on the right path to either profitability or, you know, 10 extra money, 100 extra money, or 1,000 extra money. You know, a lot of times people get kind of too uh, uh, on the idea that, you know, I, I want the lowest valuation possible. You know, you got to consider that, you know, the low valuation, you know, if the tech not, not, might not be there all the way. They might not have the user base. They might not have, you know, dedicated customers. They might not have, you know, uh, five stars on the uh, app store um, or things like that. And I'm looking through the team, the team, you know, the, the founder, uh, you know, was a business major and a minor in computer science. And, you know, uh, part of his uh, board of directors, you know, have years and years of experience in marketing and advertisements, you know, um, they and they're also offering really, really good perks right now. You know, $100 perks, $250 perks, $1,000 perks. And each each time you look at any of these perks, they're giving they're incentivizing you to use their application. They say, hey, you put a hundred bucks, not only are we gonna give you a crowd safe at whatever it is value that you are investing, but we're also gonna give you $15 swipe by credits that expire you know, December, 2021. And I think this technology, you know, at this moment in time is offering something that uh, the industry needs. You know, um, I'm not gonna to say too much more about it, you know, but I'm definitely eyeing this one right now. This is not, you know, investment advice, but you should probably look at this. You know, Republic.co, this company, it hasn't been on the, on the, um, the platform that long, and it's already almost at $20,000. Right now, they're at eighteen three, And usually, when a company gets on there and it's moving that quickly, that means people are really, really interested. You know, granted, they do have 81 days, but I don't think this company's going to last on here 81 days. I'm thinking maybe 50 days, so already probably have their maximum raised, and they'll be looking on to uh, use those investments, close up the round, and start expanding. You know, one of the main things that I did notice from this particular round is the founder has talked about expansion, expansion, expansion. And, you know, if you go through some of my uh, other podcasts or even look up Y Combinator, you know, a lot of, a lot of things they look at is what's the growth potential, you know, and how fast can you scale? Because these institutional investors, they want to see you scale and they're going to help you get there. So if you can some, somehow get in early at a 12.5 million valuation in a time of a pandemic, this company might be the company to last through the pandemic and be the go-to application for curbside service. Um, and that's, that's just my personal take on it. Like I said, I haven't made an investment yet, but I definitely am considering making an investment relatively soon, maybe even tomorrow morning. But I still have to go through my due diligence process. And just to give you an understanding, I go through a lot of the platforms consistently. And if I'm not completely sold, then they're not really going to have my attention. I probably looked within this last week, I might have re-looked over 30 companies. And I looked earlier today, I didn't see this for some reason. You know, a lot of times you have to reload the page or when you go down, you have to see, you have to press the option of view all companies. Because a lot of times they only show companies that raise maybe over a certain amount. That's going to be on that first couple of uh, 20 available com 
companies on Republic.coach. So if you want to see all 40 companies, then you got to scroll all the way down to the bottom of the web page, click on show all businesses, and then you'll see all the businesses available. So definitely, definitely, this has my eye. Uh, you know, uh, it's a, a decent valuation. Um, they have the founder who's very, who's very young, who has, you know, experience um, or education in finance. He also, I think some people on his team have experience with Microsoft uh, and I think also Google as well. So I definitely think he has the discipline and dedication and the motivation um, to get this done. And he also has a support system, not only from institutional investing and grants, but also with his team. So this is definitely something that I would be really considering in the short term. Yes. Okay. That's, that's something that uh, I'll obviously have to get well-versed in is the due diligence side of the house. So I'm not just running out throwing money at terrible companies, but uh, that that's where something like this comes, comes into handy. I, I think Ray would agree with that. Like it, kind of leaning on the things he does know can kind of help myself and the rest of the listeners speed up their process and, and learning curve on how to do the private market investing. So for sure, that's like, you, you shot me that one offline. And I was like, this makes sense. You know, some things just make sense, you know, like that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. I like, I like what they're doing with their thought process is logical to me. So absolutely. That's, that's, that's great insight though, that you still want to, no matter how you exci- excited you are about a company, no matter how excited you are about the potential of making money, you always want to take that step back and ask yourself, are you okay losing money as well? If something goes wrong, because things do go wrong, and then what is wrong with the company? You know what I mean? And there could be nothing wrong. It could just be a great investment. I'm not saying there has to be something wrong with it, but that kind of helps you get have a level head. And I know I'm very new to the private markets, but that is definitely something that I do in the public markets. Just kind of look at the worst case scenario too, or just the downside. Don't always just be like, I'm about to make all this money. You know, there are there are two sides to every coin, so to speak. So, yes, and you know. I- I say this time and time again, listeners, you have to understand that angel investing is a, it's a long process, you know, and, and sometimes it might not be like this particular business. If they do well during this, they're already doing well, but if they do even better during this pandemic, I can see them either one being bought by like an Uber, uh, maybe your, your DoorDash, or maybe even a big player that wants that analytics data like Amazon. So you really need to be able to expand your, expand your mind. And that's why me personally, why day trading doesn't necessarily work for me in the way that I think, because I go a lot off of data and information, what's going on in the current environment and how can that benefit my current investment strategy and how is politics going to work or not work in my favor? You know, so those are some of the things that I consider you know, with other things, you know, go, go back in the previous podcast and just try to gain as much knowledge and take notes because I'm giving you what I know. You know, this is not charging anything. This is, this is what I know. I'm giving it to the people so they can make, you know, better possible, uh, better financial decisions in the future. This is to give you an idea as the way you can think prior to making your investment, you know, because I want to see everyone win and I want everyone to come here and enjoy it and feel like they're getting the best or the, uh, the most information out of this podcast for the 30 to 40 minutes that we usually do it. You know, today is going to be a little bit shorter. You know, we just wanted to kind of walk you through, you know, David Evans' first angel investment. Absolutely. Absolutely. Super proud of David, you know, because David is, you know, really, really into the public market. And, you know, it's it's really good that me and him came together because we can kind of 
feed off information I know from the uh, angel side of the house. And then I, he can tell me information from the public side of the house and we can kind of bounce ideas off one another. And, you know, it's, it's a great combination. So, you know, thank you again for uh, coming to the podcast. You know, we're really moving along. Don't forget to check out episode 14. We had our first CEO. Yes, um, sir. Yes, sir. You know, great, great feedback. We're really, really excited. We plan to bring on another CEO next week. So stay tuned for that. And if you have any additional questions, please feel free to reach us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or even moneyclippodcast at gmail.com. And also check out David's YouTube video if you really wanted to see how the master works with day trading. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Trading. Uh, some days are better than others, man. <laughs> definitely, definitely. So once again, we thank the community and uh, everyone take care. Thank you. Absolutely.